Hello friends and welcome to Swimming and Singing. I'm Sarah Nelson, I'm a yoga therapist in Portland, Oregon, and I specialize in working with people dealing with chronic pain and anxiety, finding ways to use the tools of yoga to create more ease and joy and less suffering. The name of my podcast comes from a beloved poem and as a reminder that some days it's all we can do to tread water and then other days there is room for joy. This podcast aims to share practices for both types of days. Friends, today I'm so excited to share with you that I'll be launching a sweet online course at the end of November. It's perfect for folks who think they are too tired, too sick, too busy, or too anxious to do yoga. So often when I tell people I'm a yoga therapist, their response is, I could never do yoga. I can't even touch my toes. Friends, this course will prove that idea incorrect. There's no need to touch your toes in yoga or to even get out of bed to practice. Head over to my website to join my newsletter list to be the first to know when it's available. This course will also be available to be purchased as a gift. Today, I'll be talking to Bonnie Chipman, a certified integrated movement therapist and a yoga instructor who specializes in working with folks with chronic illness and anxiety. We chat about health anxiety and grieving and what IMT is and how it can help. This podcast is for inspiration and information and does not replace medical care or advice. I am not a licensed healthcare professional or mental health therapist. Not all practices discussed on this podcast will be suitable or accessible to everybody, but I hope that you find something that resonates and can bring a bit more joy and ease into your life. Let's get to it. Hello, Bonnie, and welcome to Swimming and Singing. Thanks so much for joining me today. Thanks, Sarah. Thanks for having me. So I, I believe you came to yoga and IMT before you were struggling with and managing multiple chronic illness diagnoses. Um, so I would love to start by talking a bit about what IMT is and who can benefit from it. And please start by telling us what those letters mean. Yeah, absolutely. So IMT stands for Integrated Movement Therapy, and IMT is a one-on-one holistic therapy framework. It was created by uh, Molly Lannan Kenny, who is both a clinical therapist and a yoga therapist. And it's really informed by yoga, neuroscience, and um, mental health perspectives. It includes a a variety of methods like movement, mindfulness, um, creative exercises, uh, spiritual practices, um, things to create conditions for growth and healing. And um, it's a highly individualized approach, so mostly a one-on-one practice. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Okay. And so it's individualized, so like anyone could potentially benefit from it. Yes, that's true. So um, 
IMT also has a, something really unique about it, which is the framework. And the framework of it uh, consists of three overarching philosophies and six core principles. So as a client of IMT, one of those overarching philosophies is that you're already perfect and whole as you are. So there's nothing um, that we're fixing in IMT. We might be trying to reduce suffering, right? And manage something, but not fixing. I will just say that's just one of my favorite messages <laughs> of the practice. Yeah, absolutely. It's a super important one, definitely. Yeah. Um, the second is that the client and the therapist are both unlimited in their potential for healing. So it's definitely about connection and partnership. And uh, no party, no part of the body, mind, spirit complex, and no part of the brain works alone. So everything's connected, and we're working holistically. Um, with your whole self, your whole mm-hmm. being. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. So for a short answer to your question about who, who might benefit, um, anybody with any challenge on the human spectrum could potentially benefit, but slightly more specific than that, people with complex challenges. So people who have chronic illness, people who have multiple um, chronic conditions, um, people who have things that are complex conditions, like um, who've experienced trauma or PTSD. So, um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Can you share a little bit about your own journey with chronic illnesses? And again, share as little or as much as you want and how IMT helped has helped you personally. Because... Yeah. Because you're not just a practitioner, you you also, I assume, received some amount of it. Yeah, definitely. So as part of um, part of your training to become an IMT therapist, you do have to receive the therapy. So yes, and then at the same time, um, you know, I, I now have these skills that I can apply to myself. Mm-hmm. Um, so for me, I was first diagnosed with uh, autoimmune disease uh, in my teens. And later on, developed uh, further complications, autoimmune uh, complications, and uh, multiple diagnosis in my 30s of more autoimmune diseases. Um, And I also have fibromyalgia, which is a chronic condition that, among other things, causes um, pain and fatigue. Uh, and I just want to mention that in addition to that, I also live with, um, have lived with since my teens, uh, what I refer to as the capital A anxiety, which mm-hmm. is, um, it's it's basically like a diagnosable uh, anxiety disorder versus lowercase anxiety, which is just general uh-huh. anxiety. Uh-huh. So, um, so that I believe is an, another another whole layer to the chronic illness experience. Um, So yeah, that's, that's just a little bit of my story. Um, And IMT has definitely helped me. Uh, It's somewhat unique, I think, in, in the sense that it really requires you as, as someone in the therapist role to continuously um, be practicing self-reflection and self-study. And so that part of it is helpful. Um, and I'm able to apply the principles and practices of IMT to my own circumstances. And I feel like I end up benefiting maybe just as much in my own life Mm -hmm. as, you know, hopefully my clients are benefiting. Um, 
And the practical tools I also use on a regular basis really to keep my body moving and to help manage my symptoms. So a lot of the movement techniques and the mindfulness techniques are things that, you know, I have adopted and use, you know, all the time. Yeah. Um, We didn't talk about this question beforehand. I'm just going to throw it out. I partially know what the answer will be, but um, just for listeners, what would a typical IMT session look like? Yeah, so um, I guess I'll describe what what we call an intake session would be. So say it's your first, your very first session. Um, So before I would even, you know, potentially meet you in person or for our first online session, um, you know, I would send you a questionnaire. So a few questions just to get an understanding basically more about what it is you're looking for, what it is that you're seeking um, support for so that we're on the same page with that right away. Um, And then our first session is some talking. So a little bit of um, getting to know each other and kind of solidifying what it is that we're going to be working on. And, um, I often start with a a body scan, which is just a a way of giving me information about how you um, interpret different sensations in your body, what you might be experiencing physically that day and mentally that day. Um, It gives me a good basis of understanding of that and kind of a jumping off point for what we might work on that day. And then after that, it's really super individual. So it really depends on what you know, you're coming to IMT4, we might start with um, kind of, I usually say, okay, let's test the waters. Let's see how your body's feeling if we do this little bit of movement or that little bit of movement. Um, So there's a lot of really getting to understand um, someone's, what their challenges are, what their abilities are, um, and then kind of going from there and, and as the sessions go on, it's, it's not a, it's definitely not something you do in one session. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's definitely something that takes, you know, um, some time usually, um, then we develop different practices that are going to help support you and your goals. And we're really specific about goals in IMT. So, um, identifying together what your specific goals are. And then that way we really have a good, um, understanding moving forward, something we can come back to, um, to make sure that we're going down the right road. And sometimes those change and shift and, and, and over time they often do. Um, but it's nice to have that really clear understanding of, um, what we're going to be doing. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks you. Yeah. So when we were chatting before about you being a guest on the podcast, you specifically mentioned health anxiety, as well as the grieving process that comes along with fluctuating health and ability, and how IMT is able to meet you where you are. Do you have anything you'd like to say about those topics? Yeah, I have so much I want to say <laughs> about those topics, yes. Um So I will start with the health anxiety portion of that question. So I'm thinking is maybe familiar to some people listening potentially. So, but speaking about my own um, experience of having multiple chronic health conditions, as well as anxiety, um, health anxiety is something that I feel is really difficult to navigate. I experience it as 
um, recurring thoughts that something is seriously wrong in my body. Like Mm -hmm. I might scan my body um, over and over again. And um, the littlest thing that feels off can maybe uh, trigger a panic attack. And a lot of things can feel off. (laughs) Um, When you have a chronic illness, there's a lot of things that might be going on in your body that you don't understand. Um, So yeah, that can be really, um, can be really scary. Uh, And the skills and the knowledge that I've gained from IMT definitely helps me um, in these scenarios, kind of in a broader sense, uh, understanding that I've gained of the functions of my own brain and nervous system really helps me um, to kind of reason through things and remember that, um, you know, even if my my mind is not calm, that I can use uh, self-soothing techniques to calm my body and kind of vice versa. If there's a lot of stuff going on in my body, then I can still, you know, um, use mindfulness practices to help kind of calm my, calm my mind. So, um, yeah. And I feel like this is, this is kind of the essence of IMT meeting you where you are. So like, you know, I might be in the middle of a panic attack and even though I know I can't fast forward through it, I can, um, you know, use tools that I can, you know, help to manage the situation again without any expectation of fixing anything per se right because it's going to happen i'm going to have to live through this experience but um sometimes i feel like it helps to make something that feels really unbearable more bearable i think that's also a really good kind of in a nutshell kind of (laughs) um way to describe uh what we're trying to do in imt yeah So um, I think that's a really important point. Uh, Just reiterating again, like it's not about quick fixes or magical thinking. Um, It's developing like life skills and coping skills. And uh, yeah, using those when things get rough. Yeah. Um, I know there's another part of your question, but I don't want to zoom through unless you, (laughs) if you had something else you wanted to. Yeah, no, I was just thinking about, um, it's great what you bring up about anxiety, health anxiety in the body, because sometimes um, when also, I also am a capital A anxious person and I work with many people who are, and we talk about like, you know, being in your body or noticing what's going on in your body. And there's a whole group of people out there who, who are not well in touch with what's going on in their body. And then there are the capital A anxious people. And we're, we tend to have a real good idea. Like, oh, my heart beats off. <laughs> like, yeah. My breath, my temperature, I should be a little bit warmer or, um, you know, my, my breathing's a little bit off. And um, yeah, so I just, I love that you brought that to light. And also that then there are also tools to help people um cope with that level of body awareness where you really do like notice every little thing that's going on. I feel like I was already noticing it. And then yoga can sometimes kind of amplify that because we spend a lot of time like checking out the body. And um, yeah, so I appreciate that. Thank you for, thank you for bringing that up. Yeah, Yeah, definitely. I, I agree that sometimes it's one of those things where, and you know, yoga specifically, we're all about like, 
a lot of times it's people trying to reconnect with their body right. who have disconnected. It's pretty common. And then, yeah, when you get the opposite of that going on, <laughs> there are also things you can do to help with that. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So then um, I would love to hear some of your thoughts on the grieving process that comes along with that fluctuating health and ability. Yeah. So that grieving process um, is one of the most common common challenges that I hear from folks that I work with. Mm -hmm. uh, it's one of my own as well. And I feel like the majority of human beings experience this at some point because this is something that can happen just with aging. And um, this idea that IMT meets you where you are definitely applies to this as well. So for example, like maybe you have osteoporosis and you're grieving the loss of the movement practice that you used to be able to do and your body no longer allows, or maybe, you know, you, you're not able to get out of bed and you're grieving movement as a whole and, um, whatever part of that kind of human ability continuum that you're on, um, IMT can meet you there because it's not about ability. It's, it's really not, it's about connection, presence. Um, you know, sometimes with a client, I can just be present with, you know, with them breathing, or maybe we'll chant or meditate or paint or, you know, move our bodies in ways that, you know, that person can do in whatever situation they're in and that they will benefit from. And um, again, it's not about trying to fast forward through anything or, or take away the grief or make it go away. That grief process, I think, is really um, totally makes sense and is like a necessary thing that needs to happen. Um, but, you know, having someone one there who can, you know, work with you and support you can make it maybe just a little bit, again, a little bit more, more bearable. So. Yeah. Thank you. I think that, um, I think the general public doesn't always understand the grieving process involved in illness and especially chronic illness. Um, but certainly many of my listeners I think do and appreciate, uh, you, you calling that out and that there's tools to help with that. Um, thank you so much. Yeah. So Bonnie, are you seeing people online clients? Yes. Tell, me how, tell me how people could work with you if they want to. Uh, yeah, sure. So specifically online or just in general? Just in general. But I was thinking, you know, my listeners are from all over. So True. it's nice that there's an online option. Yeah, yeah. So um, I do work both with uh, people in person in the Portland, Oregon area. And I also do online sessions. So um, if someone was interested in working with me, um, they can uh, go to my website, which is bonniechipman.com. And I'm sure you've got that listed somewhere <laughs> on this podcast. It's a Bonnie with a Y, so it can be tricky. Um, and on my, my website, there's pretty much everything that I talked about on this podcast, as well as more, even more information about IMT and then um, ways to contact me. So you can contact me directly through the website. Um, you can also uh, sign up for my newsletter if you're just interested in kind of hearing about what I'm up to. Excellent. Okay. 
Do you have anything else you want to add or? Um, I just want to say thank you for both for the invitation to be a guest on this podcast and also just for doing it. I feel like um, it's just really important to hear people's stories um, who are, you know, managing chronic illness and, and to hear things that bring um, some sense of, of hope and that you're, you know, you're not alone and that um, yeah, there's other people out there going through the same stuff. It's kind of simple, but really profound and important. So thank you very much for that. Aww. Thank you, Bonnie. And thanks for, thanks for being on here. It was so great as always to talk to you. Thank you, Sarah. Thank you so much for listening to Swimming and Singing links and contact information for me and my guests can be found in the show notes and on my website if you like what you've heard please share this podcast if you have thoughts or comments you'd like to share with me please reach out i'd love to hear from you until next time keep swimming and keep singing